All right. Welcome back to the Talking Thomas podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Orion. And uh, we are two American guys who enjoy uh, Thomas the Tank Engine and all the things associated with it. And uh, bringing you episode commentaries of the early seasons of Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends. Uh, We've done several of the season one episodes so far, and so we're getting into... Uh, the real meat of the season now. And we're going to start off uh, these, the three, we do three episodes, uh, uh, three Thomas episodes per podcast. And so we're getting into the Tank Engine Thomas again era of the show, or the episodes that are based off of the Railway Series book, Tank Engine Thomas again, rather. And so tonight, uh, our first uh, commentary is on Thomas Goes Fishing. And uh, press play now. So, right. yeah, nice, nice opening here, and uh, and uh, always liked both George Carlin and Ringo Starr's narration on this on on their excitement uh, talking about him seeing the sight of the river. Always, always love that. Oh, definitely, and the, I just love that yeah. set in general too. I just, I love, I love the 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 bridge over the river there it's very nice it's 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 a very nice set and uh, and it's a set that we unfortunately don't really get to see much after this episode i mean of course there's really no reason that we would see it after this episode but it is a nice um set for thomas's branch line and i mean obviously in the railway series tanked into thomas again we get to see a lot of Thomas's branch line and it's the same with these episodes. And I think the way that uh, the modelers on this show made Thomas's branch line and just the way that it looks and all the sights and everything are gorgeous. Oh yeah. And we, we just saw two interesting angles there. Um, The, the station platform at which Thomas speaks to James uh, is quite interesting. I don't think we see that any other time in, in the first season. Um, And, and then also that low angle at Ellsbridge uh, with the uh, the out of order water column is interesting too. But um, yes, uh, I always loved this little uh, this little musical uh, ditty here. Again, I mean it's a, actually a repeat of the um, really a, a little bit of the the Henry's Wall ditty. Yes. But I I do like it quite a bit as well. This this was always one of my favorite musical cues uh, ever since I was a child. I have to say some of the, you know, some of these episodes, it's interesting in that um, some of the episodes, the, the stories feel long mm-hmm. or, you know, somewhat long, not, not sure. very long, but well, no. as long as they can be in four and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. But this one, for some reason, always feels incredibly short. He, you know, it, it gets right into the, the heart of the story very quickly you know, in that there's a tiny little intro and then all of a sudden he has a fish in his tank. Right. Um, yeah. There, there's not a whole lot of build up there, but I, I, I have always loved this. You know, you just see so much more of the, um, of the Farquhar station set in this episode, um, both with this road crossing here and then him over to the water tower, which, uh, which we, we would never see again, really. Right. Um, and then later in the episode, we'll see from, uh, from a different angle, you can see the a, a small glimpse of the town of Farquhar, yes, um, or the village of Farquhar, rather. But 
Right. I, I do agree that this episode does feel very, it feels very fast paced and there's quite a bit, there is quite a bit that happens in this episode actually. Yeah, absolutely. So this was always one of my, uh, one of my favorites as a, as a kid, this is definitely probably one of my, uh, one of the ones that I always liked to watch over, right. over and over and over again. And, and I would say it's, um, it's, probably not my favorite of this uh you know of this series of stories adapted from take under thomas again I, w- I would save that for uh for uh, thomas and birdie's great race but I, right. I would probably say it's my it's my second favorite i i have to agree with that it is definitely one of the better stories from this uh from that set of stories that was adapted definitely I, I like. I, I've always liked this scene with uh, the driver and fireman fishing, while Sir Topham Hatt tells them how to. Right. <laughs> yeah, another another nice callback to uh, to the sad story of Henry or come out Henry. We we get several of those throughout season one and a few in season two, I think, but it's mostly season one. And and just like that, the episodes pretty much over already yeah the, the, this episode for some reason uh, you know they're they're all four and a half minutes yeah but for some reason that particular episode just feels so short and i don't know why but no but it's i i it's always very captivating watching as well you know i've, I've never gotten bored i mean not that you can get bored in four and a half minutes really but you know i mean if you're binge watching them or watching several episodes back to back you know, I it's one episode that I should never, I never get bored with this one. You know? No, true, and, and, it, and it's interesting that um, that that episode doesn't have really any of the quieter moments. Um, I, I think that we've uh, discussed this previously, but that the first season there are some times where there are episodes where um, there's quieter moments with just some birds chirping. Right um, or uh, things like that. We had that in Thomas and the Conductor previously. Oh yes, um, and uh, and then in, uh, some other episodes as well. There's just some quieter moments with just some puffing or or uh, right. just a music cue. Whereas this is just straight narration, really, all the way through. Right. Um, so I think that's partly why it also feels a little bit uh, faster paced than some of the previous episodes because it doesn't yeah. really devote any time to um, really to 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 music alone, other than the right. bucket. Other than the bucket lift, um, exactly. everything else is pretty much completely covered over with uh, with narration. So yes, yes, uh, I'm I'm probably going to get some probably going to get some heat for saying this, uh, but with with Thomas and the conductor, there is just that moment of very awkward silence where you just hear a few birds chirping and you're focused on Thomas with his angry face waving at the station for Henry, and it's just nothing really happens and i just i don't know as much as i like the stories from tank engine thomas again and the way that these stories were adapted thomas the conductor is probably my least favorite as we discussed last time that we recorded uh, a thomas commentary no absolutely yeah and i agree and uh um 
yeah, it's just as a, 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 an interesting vibe. But these, all of these episodes here, based on the, uh, you know, based on Tank Edge and Thomas again, they almost remind me of the Wind in the Willows series that Cosmo right. Hall did in the eighties. They're they're very quiet, very calm, and you know it's you know it's still yes. um, you know model sets and and everything like that, and so somewhat similar and a similar era in British right. children's television. Um, but um, but that's kind of how those episodes really feel to me. Um, whereas later in the season, the episodes get uh, a, a bit more fast paced. And a part of that too, is the, the evolution of, of the Reverend W. Audrey as a writer too. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been a few minutes uh, since Thomas goes fishing ended, uh, but I think that was quite a good story as, as we've said, and uh, quite uh, well paced and very nice. And, and in fact, Really, after Thomas and the Conductor, most of the episodes do become very well paced. I think it's true. Yeah, there really isn't another. Um, I, I would say you know, awkwardly paced episode throughout the rest of the the season, which is right. interesting. Um, whereas some of the earlier episodes had some pacing issues. I would say possibly the only uh, the only ones that are a little slow are actually back to back, and those are. Um, whistles and sneezes and uh toby the tram engine well, yes. both, both of those are a bit slower in nature um a bit more tranquil and then of course you know we have coming up a few different uh a few different accidents uh, and such with the flying kipper and james and yeah. the ass but, but we'll get to those oh yes and that that will be good uh but next up we have uh, probably one of my i, I can't say favorite per se but it's an episode that I often look on fondly, if if not one of my favorite of season one. Uh, it's uh, Thomas Terrence in the Snow, or as we in America would know it, Terrence the Tractor, and press play now. And I love this autumn theme um, oh, yes. that, that plays at the beginning here, and just um, yeah. And I've always been a fan of the char- uh, of the character of Terrence as well. Um, you know, any any episode that features even a little bit of him, I've always enjoyed. Same here. I I, I do like Terrence as as a character, and the yes, the autumn theme is is wonderful, and it it sort of the autumn theme. It's interesting because it carries over into sort of a wintry theme, but then sort of morphs into a wintry mix of Thomas's theme. Absolutely, which then they you know they used again for uh for uh Thomas' Christmas party right. later on as well and this will a- be the first the first episode that features uh you know that features snow in the series so. uh, yeah because this episode really does take place over two seasons really i mean because it starts out in fall or autumn, whatever you want to call it uh but then you know it's it's very clearly winter in the next scene. So. That's true. This might actually be the longest, um, <laughs> the longest time span of any um, uh, of any of the uh, the episodes that we've seen. Perhaps besides um, besides the time between Come Out Henry and Henry to the Rescue, although that, right. it's it's never really you know uh, stated how long Henry shut up in the tunnel. But right. um, but this one, you know, clearly there's there's been quite a bit of time that has passed in right. between the beginning of the episode and the and the end of the episode. So, um, but you you couldn't really say that about most of these other episodes right. that we see. So it, it's quite interesting. Yes, 
And of course, with the, you know, first time we see snow, it is, of course, the introduction to the snowplows, which I always, as a child, found the design of these snowplows interesting, especially compared to uh, some of the American railway snowplows. I'm I'm sure you've seen them, Orion, but uh, the American snowplows are quite different than the British ones. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. In, in that there's almost they cover almost the entire front of the locomotive and so uh, yeah it's it's interesting to see the differences between a british one and an american one here and this is the first on-screen uh on, first on-screen accident that we see as well uh first on-screen collision i suppose i should say true that's true because because although we see the results of it we never actually see james's accident in uh, thomas and the breakdown train Sure. Uh, and again, I think part of the reason that I do look on this so fondly, this episode, I like the look of the snow in season one. I mean, I think snow in general is gorgeous, but uh, I I just really like the way that this season looks. Oh, we did an early appearance of Birdie. Mm-hmm, as well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just love the Terrence theme, and and it it formed the basis for uh, one of my favorite songs that they uh, that Michael Donald and Juju Campbell later wrote. Uh, right. Don't judge a book by its cover. That was definitely one of my favorites. Oh, same here. Definitely. Yeah, the Terrence theme has always been one of my favorites as well. Um... And there is something about the character of Terrence. He's not seen in that many episodes, really. He's, he's seen even he's seen slightly more in the railway series than he is even in the TV series. But uh... true, although although you know, um, you know he has made a few uh, appearances in the CGI uh, right. era as well um, with Terrence breaks the ice. Um, but right. but yeah, from pretty much from uh, from now from this episode onwards right. uh, it really isn't seen that much again, except in the background or in stock footage um, really as a main character. Um, he's, you know, he's used pretty much just as a, as a, as a bit of a, as a rescue vehicle essentially right. for, uh, you know, for Mrs. Kindly in Thomas's Christmas party, and then also uh, used again in uh, Thomas and Percy's Mountain Adventure in the third season, uh, and then he just pops up here and there every once in a while. Uh, he's right. in he's in the Runaway in season two, mm-hmm. um, and then he also shows up uh, I think a couple times in in the fifth season. I think um, so. The, you, I know you... at least in um, oh in. Um, why can't I think of the name of the episode uh, <laughs> with um, with uh, Mrs. Kindly's daughter's wedding? Oh, that's uh, make someone happy. Make someone happy. Y- yes. Y- yes, yes, make, yes. Make someone happy. Yeah. For some reason, I couldn't couldn't think of the episode. Um, but yes, he he does also appear in, in that one. He does. Uh, he he does have a not a huge role, but uh, when when you're talking about season three, uh, he does make a pretty decent sized appearance in Edward uh, Edward and the really useful party. 
Oh, true, true, true. Yes, absolutely. I, I almost forgot about uh, forgot about that one, but um, but they definitely got more mileage out of the uh, the Trevor character than they did out of yes. Terrence. So, I mean, and part of that again is is the fact that he's just not used that much in um, you know in the railway series, although a little bit more than he is in the TV series. And of right. course, you know, there's uh, there's some of those um, there's some of those famous deleted. Uh, photographs from Percy's ghostly trick or ghost train right. that feature right. him pulling the, pulling the lime cart. Um, but yes. that's, that wasn't featured. And then he does also make a, a small appearance in, um, in Mavis as well. I believe. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. Yes. We're, we're just breaking down every, every appearance that he makes in the entire <laughs> series are. for everyone. No, It's because we see him so rarely Absolutely. and he is one of our favorite characters. I think at least he's one of mine. Yeah, absolutely. I just I like I like the characters that are nice. Um, not that they're not all nice, but there's just right. something about him that is just so charming and uh, and kind that I, I really enjoy. Oh yeah, right. So that was uh, Thomas Terrence in the Snow or Terrence the Tractor. And next up, we have what is probably certainly the most well-known episode of season one probably the most popular i would say next to the flying kipper um and that would be thomas and birdie or thomas and birdie's great race slight uh just just wanted to make a slight correction um i was trying to think in my head uh that uh, we were mentioning the episode uh of season five that terrence was in um, right. as make someone happy and and i right. was trying i was running that over my head and I, I knew that wasn't right it was happy ever after Make someone happy was a different. Uh, oh, that's was right. a different was a different episode. That's Had right. happy in it. We were we were we it were did. half right, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and we will, of course, cover both of those episodes at at some point in the distant future because we're still about midway through season one. Absolutely. So, uh, but as I said, we now have, if not the most popular, then certainly one of the most popular episodes of season one. It's pretty iconic as far as season one episodes go, and I know it's definitely in my favorites for season one. Uh, Thomas I... and Birdie's Great Race. Absolutely. So uh, let's just jump right in and press play now. Uh, I love this. I love that we get to see um, this little bus depot here because we see it in passing a lot in season one. Um, yes. As. Uh, mostly just as a run by um but this is nice that we get to see uh just a little bit of that but we of course never see it again um used in in this capacity um but yes i i would say this is definitely one of the one of the most popular episodes consistently across the board um in fan polls across the years um i would put it uh, put it in my top five oh yes the first season absolutely and and kind of like Terrence, I love the character of Birdie. Mm-hmm. So anything involving Birdie, I'm always, um, you know, I'm always pretty happy. Um, and I, I I was even glad that in Thomas and the Magic Railroad, he at least had a a little bit of a a part. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, he had a bigger part than Edward. So um, <laughs> See, because Edward he was in was it. non-existent <laughs> in that Absolutely. movie. Yes, yes. Um, but this is, you know, this was nice too. Um, obviously, they actually, uh, you, 
they were able to use some of the stock footage that they had already shot for the opening titles and some of the other episodes. So this is nice. They definitely saved some money um, right. for this episode. Um, and I've always loved that little level crossing there too. Um, that again, yes. we only see in the, in the, in the first season, but there, there's such a nice uh, kinetic energy about this, about this episode because they're racing and they're, and it's, you know, it, it's moving and we're seeing lots of different locations in, in succession. Uh, right. And so there's no, you know, there's no room for, for, for boredom as, as in some of the other episodes. Um, right. But uh, I always and, loved that little, that little charming plane there too at dry airfield. And yes. you can see the, the plastic disc is it just always makes me chuckle. <laughs> me too. And, and of course, you know, the episode itself, of course, as you said, is, has a lot of action to it, but it's complemented beautifully by Mike O'Donnell and Junior Campbell's score the birdies birdies theme or the great race theme whatever you want to call it is fantastic i i think birdies theme is another one of my favorites from season one at least oh absolutely yeah and, and i'm glad that that it comes back multiple times um uh and one of my uh, probably one of my favorite episodes of the second season is birdie's chase so i'm right. always happy for for anything involved with birdie yes Yeah, they got a lot of mileage out of this uh, Ellsbridge set in this first season too. Yeah, well, partly because at least for the TV series, Ellsbridge is the connect between the branch line and the main line. So, right. Absolutely. And you know, of course, that's that's supposed to be Napford in the uh, in the or you know, it was Napford in the railway series, but they right. they switched it around here, but. But uh, and and again, this is a, another episode with just great enthusiasm uh, yes. from from both Ringo Starr and George Carlin in their respective narrations of this episode for the U.S. releases. Um, just you know, great, great narration and and such excitement. Um, oh yeah, always, uh, always made the episode very entertaining. It it does capture the spirit of the race quite well, and. Yeah, it's it's just a brilliant. Uh, yeah, it's it's just this episode is just brilliant. I think this is a this is a perfect episode to to represent how the uh, the stories themselves, the, the the actual text stories from the railway series, can be elevated to uh, to a great degree um, oh, yes. through the medium of of the television series. Um, I, ju- I just like it a lot. And I, I, I like the what that is. This is also one of the few times that we see, because a lot of the times we'll see Thomas pull into Farquhar from one direction. This is one of the few times that we see him pulled in from the other direction though. Right. Absolutely. And, and see any, any one or anything come out of the back of, <laughs> of Farquhar as well. Um, yes. you know, birdie, birdie creeping out of the shadows there. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, uh, I believe it might be in Thomas gets bumped. Uh, I think he might pull into Farquhar from that direction. Right. Um, and then maybe in, um, I think in Bath, uh, in the season five episode for the best dress station, uh, right. when they're doing a little montage of that, I do believe that Percy pulls into um, to Farquhar that way. And again, we'll get right. to that, but um, oh, yeah. it, it's no, interesting it, <laughs> that yeah. we can discuss that in such minute detail. But it is no, but but because you know Farquhar being 
the main terminus of Thomas's branch line, you know, it, it is, we see Thomas pull into it quite a bit, at least in season one. And he always pulls in, he almost always pulls into it from one direction, but this is one of the few shots, at least in season one, where he pulls into it from the opposite direction. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was, uh, Thomas and Bertie's great race. Uh, definitely one of the best episodes of season one. As, as we've discussed before, there aren't any really bad episodes to season one per se. Uh, there are just ones that are more exciting than others. And this one probably is at least in the top five for best episodes, I'd say. I would definitely, I would definitely agree with that. When we're done with, when we're done doing our commentary sets on, uh, on, on this first season, we'll, we'll certainly do a, a bit of a retrospective there, uh, looking yes. back on it. So definitely. So, well, um, that has been our, uh, three commentaries for this episode. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening to us and, uh, uh, you can find us, of course, on Facebook, uh, Talking Thomas, and on Twitter, uh, talking to- at Talking Thomas One. Uh, so drop us a line, give us a message or a tweet or something. Uh, if you have any sort of suggestions for anything we can do for the podcast, because you know, of course, we have Thomas commentaries. Uh, we'll have some Shining Time Station commentaries and. Uh, some some will probably be more episode discussions more than commentaries, uh, depending on the episode. There are, of course, some episodes that we'll want to highlight for Shining Time Station. But I think for the most part, we're settled on doing episode discussions. We, we did commentaries for the first two because they are the big episodes. And I think that we'll probably do more big episode commentaries. And for the rest, we'll probably do more discussions. Isn't that that's about right, isn't it? Oh, yes, absolutely. So, uh, but we also want to do other Thomas related topics. And so if you have a, an idea for like a railway series or anything other Thomas related, of course, uh, then drop us a line and, uh, we'll see what we can do. So, uh, until next time, uh, thank you again for listening and we'll see you around. <laughs>